Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Steve Porter. Hello. Denny Sunderly. Hey there. And back on the control, associate producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Hey, guys. And this week, we are going to talk about the soon-to-open, hopefully, Space 220 restaurant at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, from the moment this was announced, it captured everyone's yeah. attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing something completely different with this, uh, you will be effectively, the, the theme is that you are on board and orbiting a, a space station, a restaurant orbiting the Earth at 220 miles, which is what the 220 is. Uh, and uh, so it's going to be using this technology that is going to be incorporated into the new Star Wars hotel that they're building, where... You don't actually have windows, but you have a massive screens that look like windows that are projecting images. So it'll look as though you are eating while orbiting the Earth. So major hook mm-hmm. right there. Uh, we know that it's going to open uh, sometime, they say winter 2019, which would suggest December. Mm-hmm. However, they also said winter 2019 for Galaxy's Edge. Numbers and, don't or dates don't really. Well, mean then again, anything. remember that Halloween here starts in August, so yeah, um, you would think that maybe you know winter to them is going to be early October. So um, I don't think so. I think it's probably going to be December time frame when this opens. But we don't know a ton. Steve, Denny, what do we know so far? So what we know is that um, Space 220 is going to be, like you said, kind of an immersive experience. You will be on a space station, 220 miles up above the earth it'll <coughs> offer both nighttime and daytime views of the earth um they'll you'll step into um space a, elevator a space elevator exactly which of course old school epcot reminds me of the hydrolator sea base alpha mm-hmm. in um the living seas pavilion so i'm really excited about that um but you'll be transported up to the space station and you will then get to dine from there um, two weeks ago, I went over and rode uh, test track and got shots of the construction of Space 220. And it is exactly what you said. There are no windows, no windows on that building at all. I loved that it has a curved exterior facade because it, it echoes what's going on with Mission Space and with Test Track next door. If you don't know where it, Space 220 is placed, it's right sandwiched in between um, both Test Track and Mission Space and Future World East and Epcot. Um, and it is just, it was neat to see them, you know, all the, the scaffolding is up and they're working on the exterior and it's going to be really neat to experience something new run yeah. by the patina group so i was going to mention that it's yeah. uh, according to some someone on the mom's panel it looks like it'll be internationally inspired cuisine so i mean i guess that makes sense you're up in space you're it's not going to be located in one lo- or not inspired by one location but the whole world mm-hmm. um yeah i'm interested to see uh what they're gonna offer i am really hoping that for dessert i think this has been discussed by a lot of people that they have the astronaut ice cream if they don't i think everyone's (laughs) going to be incredibly disappointed with that um but i don't know yeah i mean is there anything else on the menu that really would make sense that really like jumps out to anyone besides that i feel like well because you have no you have no culinary theme to pull from if you're if your restaurant theme is space, right? I right. mean, we don't have, and there's certainly 
well, then again, this is Disney. Uh, they're not going to serve freeze dried food, which is what the astronauts eat um, <laughs> on uh, uh, on the on the space station or on on voyages. Um, then again, I think Disney would you know absolutely try and get away with uh, some freeze dried uh, some freeze dried steak uh, for seventy five dollars. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, now, Patina, um, I am actually a fan of the Patina group. I know not everybody is. Um, they they have a, a hit-and-miss record here uh, in Orlando with uh, Via Napoli and uh, Tutto Italia. Those are Patina. And uh, Marie and Enzo. Marie and Enzo. The Edison. Um, the Edison. Mm-hmm. Those are Patina groups. Uh, Patina group restaurants, uh, not really well-reviewed uh, in all cases. Uh, however, when you go out to California and you've got Tortilla Joe's, you've got uh, um, uh, uh, the Italian restaurant, oh my God, Napoli. Um, uh, you got Napoli out there uh, uh, and you've got uh, Catal. Those are all Patina Group and they are s- s- superb. I mean, they're fantastic. So there seems to be like, you know, they, 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 they're, they're batting a thousand in California. Uh, not quite so much here in Orlando. So um, it does make me wonder. Which version we're going to get. What we're going to get here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you are going to be looking at absolute signature restaurant. This is going to be a two-table service credit restaurant. I think it's going to be impossible to touch reservations. Yes. I think the minute it opens for reservations, which I'm surprised it hasn't yet. Yeah, especially because the end of the year is coming up pretty quick. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, winter 2019 is close at hand. So um, I am a little concerned that an official opening date and reservations have not been announced. But once they are, this is going to be a hot ticket. This is going to be a hot ticket because of the, uh, the hook. You know? So unique. Not like anything we've yeah. experienced before, mm-hmm. so I think it's going to be impossible to touch for the first year. Yeah, um, I'm really kind of interested by the whole "you're going to go up on the elevator" theme mm-hmm. because I think it'll really be interesting to see how well that gets done. You know, I think it could go; it could be a total flop and be like the silliest thing ever, or the elevator, the fake elevator experience on, uh, like in Universal in. Um, Gringotts. Mm-hmm. That oh, yeah. really feels like you're on an elevator. Yes, that's like kind of like a. There's like bumps to it, so it. That's. I'm assuming the space theme is going to be a lot smoother. But if it's done as well as that elevator, I think I'll be very happy. If it's just a normal elevator where you go up like ten feet and it feels no different, I'll be incredibly disappointed. So we'll see how it goes. I think they're going to trick it out. I mean, if they could get people thinking that was an actual, they were actually descending to a, you know, a sea base on the floor. And this was, this was in the eighties. They successfully did it with the hydrolators. I, I have faith. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, 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 you know, I, I will put my faith in Imagineering um, for this, this, they, they, they know that that this needs to be a hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I never would doubt Imagineering. I would doubt Bob Chapek's budget for things like mm-hmm. that. And if he's going to give them the money they need to create something that's actually genuine and authentic and immersive, because they could, with the right budget, Imagineering can do anything. But it's whether or not they get that. I think. Right. Right. Um, I'm 
hoping, I, I have high hopes for this, but I also know that historically speaking, you know, let's take a look at uh, Be Our Guest restaurant. Started out strong. Great menu, great food, immersive experience. You really did mm-hmm. feel like you were in Beast Castle, right? Mm-hmm. And after a few years of hitting it good, it started to go downhill. Mm-hmm. And I think they've rev- they've they've uh, brought themselves back to a degree now with the prefix menu. But I am very concerned that what we're going to get here is going to be signature restaurant prices, one table service credit restaurant food, um, and they're going to bank on the experience on the experience to make you know that oh yeah because you know look how many times have we heard it from people yeah the food wasn't that great but you know my kids mm-hmm. really loved absolutely. it mm-hmm. right um, we know Disney will absolutely mm-hmm. trade on that. If they can get away with it, they will. So if they don't really come out of the gate saying, we, we're going to make the culinary experience as impressive as the theme, as all the technology that we're using to create this cool new space, um, they're also going to, if, if, they, if they end up not doing that, if they end up screwing this up, it's going to undermine what they're doing with the Star Wars Hotel. Mm. Because people are going to start saying, oh, wait a second now. You know, I'm paying all this money and it's really, you know, I'm not getting substance. I'm just getting flash. And when we get to that hotel, you know, we're hearing stories about, you know, rumors about that hotel costing eleven to $1,400 a night. Yeah. And you only get one day in a theme park with it. The rest mm-hmm. of it, you're cosplaying basically uh, around this hotel which that's a whole nother discussion. But if they, if they do this where it's not, you have, you have to have great theme and great food. You can do that together. It'll be the best advertising for that hotel. It will, it will oh, definitely yeah. buoy that hotel, but it will also create a must-do experience at Epcot, which is needed right now. Absolutely. Okay. You know, the last must-do restaurant at Epcot was Le Cellier. And it's not so much anymore when they moved it to two table service credits. Mm-hmm. Um, so Epcot doesn't have, you think? Yeah, no, I love, I, I, agree. I, love, I see what you're saying. No, I love I Le Cellier. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just not, it's not the, if I don't get my reservation here, my vacation that's is ruined. That's true. It is, it, yes. Th- that's, it's not, people don't go apoplectic now anymore when they can't get a reservation there. I just, I am excited about this location because if you think of Future World, both East and West, you have very few eating establishments. I mean, yes, you coral get reef. the coral, exactly. You can, you have sunshine seasons, but that's not, that's, that's a counter service. But this is a brand new table service experience that we're getting in Future World. Signature I mean, table service. Yes. That really, truly Exciting. fits the Epcot theme. Yes. Too. You're exactly right. It mirrors the, you know, what it's got going on. Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewinds going across the way from it. It's, they're going to get a lot of people moving into that area. So hopefully they've got a restaurant that lives up to it. So, so my main concern, and I actually was thinking about this uh, on the, the drive here. Because, you know, we, Pete sends us an email. Hey, here's some of the discussions I'm thinking about having. 
and you know think of a couple ideas and the one thing that kind of popped in my mind and my main concern for this location is if you know i think it'll be very successful for this year and next year and the year after that but let's say in five years from now they're not hitting their numbers my main concern will be that they'll say well, you know, we could bring Darth Vader in here, or we could bring Buzz Lightyear because oh, they have the space theme. And I, I really would not be shocked at all if that happens. And I think it will totally go against Roof. the integrity of what yeah, this is you're space giving me is supposed Ajita. to be. But I, I foresee it happening in five years from now. They don't meet their numbers. Disney says, oh, I have a great way to get more people in here. We can make this a character dining, throw Buzz Lightyear in here, and it will be perfect. Okay, I'd, I'd go if it was the Guardians of the Galaxy that they were throwing in there. I'm just going to say that. So, <laughs> Darth Vader. Okay, out yeah, of Darth Vader. No, no. Guardians. Yes. I'm with you on that. Exactly. I'm with that, you on that. That, that would, would be, be really cool. Amazing. I would. Uh, it sound. I well, I'm going to stick to my guns on this a little bit. While I think that sounds better than mine, my worries. I would be more okay with that. I still think it should be the experience sure. that it was intended to be. Sure. No. Just, just my are thoughts. Are there any character meals on property right now that are two table service credits? I don't think so. Mm, I'm not pulling any up in my noggin. I don't mm. think there are. Mm-mm. So that would be a departure. That would be a departure. But I agree with you. Wow. I, you know, we've seen them do it. Mm-hmm. We've seen them do like, you know, screw the theme. <laughs> this is what we need to make more money. So mm-hmm. um, especially with Chapik, uh, Chapik in charge. But I, I mean, it's all. I I want to say there's a 60% chance that this fires on all cylinders at mm-hmm. launch. There's about a 60% chance is what I'm going to give it. And I'll be honest with you. The reason I'm saying 60% and not higher is because of the Patina Group. That it mm. is it has been a hit. You know, it's not Landry's, thank God. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, like I said, they did really good out in California. It's been a little spottier here. Um, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, if this was a just a Disney restaurant, not a patina group, I would probably put it closer to 75. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But right now I'm saying 60% chance this thing hits on all on all cylinders when it when it launches. But we'll find out soon enough, right? We'll, mm-hmm. uh, we will certainly be on it the minute the reservations open, whenever that is. Hopefully, it's going to be soon. I would imagine we're going to get an op- we're going to have to get an opening date. Mm-hmm. If they're going to open it this year, we're going to have to get an opening date soon. soon. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, Very soon. So it's not here yet. Hopefully, maybe even by the time this goes up, um, we will have one. But um, and a knows? menu, and a menu, yeah, and a menu yeah, would be really nice. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll find out. And of course, as soon as that restaurant is available, we will be there to review it and let you know what we think. But that is going to do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week. Have a great week, folks. <laughs>